Amplified. Welcome everybody to the Abner Martinez podcast. Uh, I should stop saying that. They already know it. They clicked. Uh, I guarantee you they don't know. <laughs> okay. The Abner Martinez podcast, and this is uh, episode three, season four. We're just going to keep doing this until right. we're not having fun anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we still doing it then? <laughs> I'm having fun. I'm uh, talking okay. to I'm talking sure. to interesting people. Uh, you get to put them together, and that's that's fun. You like being on the computer, putting videos, editing, music. Yeah, yeah, it's mixing. work. It's work. Mixing. Um, that that's a lot of work. Yeah, it really is. But you like it. You should try it. <laughs> you should try it one day and then and then you'll be like oh yeah it's, i thought uh, you liked it though i thought you liked the whole mixing thing no like videos here like clipping yes, here. yeah there's there's, the fun. there's there's fun uh parts to it right 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 right. Yeah, like this is the fun part of doing the podcast right like what we're doing right now this yeah. is the fun part the not and fun then part. the not fun part is the part that you've never experienced <laughs> before. I've seen you. I've seen you. I've seen. Yeah, but you've never, it. you've never had the first hand experience. <laughs> so I, I think that like once you start getting into that, you'd be like, oh fuck, you know, let's fuck not do this a podcast. Anymore. Yeah, oh, okay. But we're still gonna do it though, right? Because it's fun. Because I'm getting paid <laughs> to do it. <laughs> All right. The next episode. This next conversation is. Uh, Diego Angel Zuniga. It's a local boxer. He has a great story. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, it's yeah, a, it's, it's, a, a it's a unbelievable story and everybody should listen to this and support him. He fights this coming Saturday, February nineteenth, at the Horizon Event Center. You can buy tickets from him. We'll put all his contact information and you know, and, and so you guys can his phone number, he gives out his phone number. So um supporting local talent. These guys are like doing the like you know when they when people say man I grind through you know when they get to a successful part they're like I grind it day by day like this guy's in the middle of it like this doing it right now so um support him uh he wakes up at four in the morning he's you know works out goes to work gets out of work goes to work out some more so anyways we're gonna be there to check out to check him out and support him so everybody um uh, Go to the Horizon, the Horizon Event Center on Saturday, February 19th, and support Diego and all these boxers, by the way. Let's lift this up real quick. Let's change it. Let's cover Kenji's. There you go. That's that's a good one right there. These guys are going to box. That's better. Diego is this guy. Great. It's You're about to listen to his story, and it's amazing. Uh, and I've seen these guys box when Bella was in uh, in uh, when she was in boxing. This guy was, you know, this is like five years ago. So they went pro and they're having fun. They're living, a, you know, they're living their dreams. So you got to support that. So here we go, everybody. Make sure you share this and uh, comment and, you know, support local talent. So this is uh, Diego Angel Zuniga on the Abner Martinez podcast. You sing then. I can sing. You can sing <laughs> in in English or Spanish. Las dos, las dos, las dos. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, thank you for joining me, man. Um, you and I have kind of been talking 
we've been waiting here for uh, Tree James, another mm -hmm. boxer, and unfortunately he can't join us. But, um, but you're a local boxer, yes. Diego Suñiga. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about um, about you, about what you do. Um, well, I'm just a family man. You know, I'm married. I have four kids, um, and I work in box. That's about it. That's your life. <laughs> That's about it. Just working the box in the family. You were just showing me your calendar, right? It's mm -hmm. like packed. From, you know, 4 a.m. to 9 p.m. every day. And busy from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to bed. And get so about an hour free time at night. And and then go back, go to bed. So mm -hmm. your your body, like, ends tired. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I'm, I feel young and strong, so. Okay. It's no thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I read... Um, It was a meme or something that said, if you're not, if your body doesn't hurt at the end of the day before you go to bed, mm -hmm. um, you did you really do, <laughs> did you, what did you really do, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, and that's kind of sticking with me because I'm like, man, I end up tired. Huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, so you got a fight coming up. You got a fight coming up. But before we talk about the fight, um, Tell people about, or tell us a little bit about, um, like, your passion for boxing. When did it start? Um, you know, what, you know, what's bring, what's brought you to this point? Well, you know, when I was, uh, when I was younger, uh, I would go into the gym with my dad, about seven years old. Um, but my passion really came about 13 years old. Um, uh, one of my favorite fighters, his name was Yorkies Gamboa, a Cuban gold medalist. Mm -hmm. um, I was watching his highlights and um, just fell in love with the way he was putting people out. It was entertaining, very entertaining. And, um, you know, and I was boxing and I was like, man, I want to be like that. And then um, after him, I really liked Floyd Mayweather and I would watch his training videos and um, get motivated and I'd go train all day. And uh, I say about 14 years old, I had my first boxing match. Um I didn't want to take it. I was trying to say, you know, I wasn't ready, and uh, my brother-in-law was pushing me to do it, so I just did it, and I won. And you know, you were how old? Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay, mm -hmm. so your first time in in the in the ring. Yep. Yep. Was fourteen. What was your first time you um, got in like a street fight? Like about <laughs> fifth grade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember it was a. Uh, it was three cousins, and it was me, my cousin, and my friend, mm -hmm. and uh, we all fought one on one after each other. Man. Were you like a like a get into a lot of fights or were you more like a peaceful guy or? Oh uh, yeah, at first I was you know real peaceful and then like middle school I started like being a knucklehead and I enjoyed you know the trouble and stuff like that. Uh -huh. um, and even though I was getting in trouble and you know I stayed in the gym, I stayed in the gym. When did you start going to the gym? About fourteen, thirteen years old. Okay. Um, I had what gone, gym? Um, Lifeline. No, New Beginnings Lifeline. Okay. Um, I had walked in with a friend. Uh, we were there to meet somebody, and while we were waiting, you know, I just started hitting the bag. And Kaiser, the one I, I showed you a message earlier, um, uh. he walked up and he said, "Man, you, oh damn, I didn't even hear that." <laughs> <laughs> It's all good. Um, he walks up and you know he tells me you know he likes how I'm hitting the bag to come back, mm -hmm. and you know. So you just like randomly, randomly. Uh, we we're gonna you're gonna go pick up a, a friend that mm -hmm. was boxing. Yeah, and we were waiting for him. And, um, you know, he was taking his time, whatever. So I'm hitting the bag and uh, coach needs me, tells me to come back. I came back and it just happened like that. And from there on, 
just been boxing in yep. your mind? I found the uh, mentors and, you know, brotherhood and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I really, I enjoy it. Okay. And so have you, is, has there been any pause? Has, have you stopped at all? Um, did you get any like derailings or you've been boxing since 14? Um, no, I was, uh, I was there in the gym training and then, um, I was on probation at the time and, uh, I remember one time, uh, well, my cousin, he had to pick me up for this party and, uh, we went and we partied and it was about three in the morning and we're heading back home and, uh, he steals a car and he flips it. He ends up flying out the windshield. So I chase him on foot about two blocks. I catch up to the car. It's all flipped over and crushed. And he's about 20 feet in the street, and you know, I thought I thought he was dead. Um, and it's crazy how this happened. I go up to him, and uh, he's completely knocked out. He has no teeth, and it's winter. It's a blizzard. It's three in the morning. We're in the middle of the street. Uh-huh. It's dark. It's cold. Um, I try to carry him home, and I was too scared to call the cops or anybody. Mm-hmm. And then my phone died when I did try to call. Um, but I didn't know what to do, so. I, I remember zipping up. He had a black car. Her. I remember zipping it up, putting his hoodie on, and then praying over his body uh-huh. in the middle of the street. And the the very second I stopped praying, some lady comes out and tells me, you know, if I need help. Uh-huh. It's three or four in the morning. And How old are you again? I was fourteen. Okay. Mm-hmm. Keep going. So, some lady comes out, uh, asked me if I need help. You know, I told her yes. If you can take me to the hospital, I told her what had just happened. Um, she goes inside to get her husband. You know, she turned the car on, goes inside. Um, and she took a long time to come back out. So, so then after a little while, I stole her car and then I put my cousin in the uh-huh. car, I drag him in the backseat. Uh-huh. Um, I get to the hospital and then the doctors and everybody rushes out. They take him in and they, then I went to jail from right there. Oh. So then I was locked up for about a year and two How's weeks. How's your cousin? Um, man. Did he, did he make it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He did, but but he was just still um, um, mentality was still not there to to, uh, pro- to progress. Sure. So right so now, right now, right now he's in prison. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's in prison still. Um, hopefully he gets out soon and he can see the work. I mean, we've talked about this work since we were kids. So when he gets out, you know, he'll see what. So so you had that. You went to. You got arrested, right? Mm-hmm. And then you were on probation. And then what still brought you to that gym, though? Was it your your friend? that? Uh, no, no. So Was that your cousin that, that was working out? No, my, me and my friend had gone to meet with somebody. Um, but I was already on probation. Uh-huh. And then um, that's how I started getting into the gym. Uh-huh. During that time while I'm training, you know, one of those weekends, you know, we go out to that party and then everything happens. Mm-hmm. And then I got locked up for a year and a half. Oh, I mean, not a year and a half, a year and two weeks. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And my baby was born while I was locked up. Oh so my, shit! My okay. Was pregnant. She was fifteen. She's a year old. You've had some real life like um, experiences, like you've yeah. hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that part of like what drives you? Yes, yes. That's part of what uh makes me feel um strong. Okay. Mm-hmm. Strong and will will. You've power. had to overcome this. Yeah, so so my baby was born while I was in there. Um and I remember they gave me like a a pass, a home pass where I was at uh, uh-huh. to come see my baby. And um you know, I seen her the first time I seen her was on Euclid at the probation building. Mm-hmm. Um I believe it's Euclid and MLK. Mm-hmm. Um 
So, yeah, so I get out after a year and two weeks, and I go back to the gym, and it's not there anymore. Okay. So the city was funding it, and sometime during that time when I was gone, um, they stopped funding them, and um, and they shut down. Mm-hmm. So then uh, I still, even when I was locked up, all I would ever talk about was boxing, you know, the people that are making our box, who this and that. So I got out, and, you know, I still love to box. So I went to different gyms and uh, went to Southeast Des Moines, and that's where I met Triet. Okay. Um, what year was this? 2012, 13. So you were how old? I was about 15. Okay. 16, 15, 16. Okay. Um, so that's where you met Tree. Yeah, he was there training. We were waiting for We're still waiting for right. him. Yeah. <laughs> if he joins us, that'd be dope. Yeah, I know. So it's, it's really cool. Like, we, we've been training. He's been training so hard. I've been training hard uh-huh. for so many years. Yeah. And, you know, now we're here together and on the same card and we're pros and I like that. Yeah, I don't think if you if you remember, but um, I think we did. So I took Bella, which was at that time my my daughter Bella. She was at that time twelve. Mm-hmm. Um, she's seventeen now, so that's solid five years ago. Um, and you were uh, still an amateur, and then I saw him training there too. So I would take her every time mm-hmm. and just hang out. Um, and uh so so i've seen you guys too in like the last few years yeah. uh go from amateur to to pro mm-hmm. but so you you were boxing and then um but you're like you you've done uh amateur boxing and you've won some titles right like you're a yeah. golden glove yeah i won golden gloves um 2018 and 2019 um but i tried for golden gloves back in 2012 2013 and i didn't win them uh-huh. Um, so golden gloves is you know i mean i know some people immediately know but uh so is a is a every state has a mm-hmm. has this right yeah who organizes it just like i believe it's donald um Avon, but is there like an organization that does all the golden yeah, gloves he's a, he's a oh, pre- he's the president okay. of golden gloves iowa golden gloves um every state has their and are they do they communicate do they associate yeah. with each other okay yeah. So they all every state has their tournament, and then the winners from every state, then they go to a national tournament, and then they compete right there. Oh, okay, okay. So you tried, you you fought in a couple of tournaments, and mm-hmm. you didn't. Yeah. You, um, what did you get? Like, did you make it to the championship? Or uh, no, um, I went to uh, the first one. I went, and uh, you know, right away I lost the first fight. Uh-huh. Um, I thought that I had won it, but that's not how it was seen. Um, so that was that. And then in 2019, I in my fight. During my fight, my Golden Glove fight, um, in the first round, um, I dislocated my shoulder. Okay. And the doctor came up, and they almost stopped the fight. Um, it ended up popping back in, and the fight continued, and I won the fight with, with my left hand. Okay. Um, so This I is the one that when you won your uh, your, gold, your Golden Glove yeah. when you won it. Okay. Yeah, so I won in 2018, and then I went and competed, and then 2019 I won it again. Um, I injured myself in the fight, so uh-huh. I wasn't able to go to that national oh, tournament. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Compete again. That's 2019. Um, so, but first, let me take you back to when I when I um, came back from lockup and that gym wasn't there. And then sure. I went to yeah, South yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I was training there, and um, and I've just been in different gyms. I've been with you know at Southeast Des Moines. Uh-huh. Um, I visited over at. Um, um, Los Gallos Bravos with Jimmy uh-huh. Signs. Um, I've been at, you know, with, with Peña, at Pepe uh-huh. Peña, um, Peña's boxing. Uh-huh. Um, 
and I've just been all over, like, you know, all over the place. And you know, I won my Golden Glove belts um, at Peñas with Peñas Des Moines. Okay. Um, and then 2020. So I did all that from from 2014 all the way to about 2020. Uh huh. Um, the pandemic hit. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. And then uh, um, I ended up um, meeting my old coach again from New Beginnings Lifeline. Uh huh. Um, he told me he just opened up a new gym. Um, and then uh, I'm, I'm training with him, and uh, life went in the full circle. You know, I started with him, you know, went through everything. Oh, in my life, okay, 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 okay. Now I'm pro, and I'm back with him. And okay. Things are working out good. So, what made you decide go pro? So, so you I won, won a couple of golden gloves. Mm-hmm. Um, what what made you like just be like, I'm ready? Well, I wanted to about 20 years old, 21 years old, um, and things weren't going. I just wasn't ready. I wanted to, but I wasn't ready. I was too, uh, I wasn't straight on track how I was supposed to be. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, as far as discipline and things like that. Um, you know, and I was like that from 20, from since I started boxing to about 2018, 2019. Um, I'm in the gym training, you know, I'm also off, off course, you know, um, falling back, you know, to, uh, hanging out with people in the streets, sure, things like yeah. that. Um, but then I always find my way back to the gym. Uh-huh. And so I wanted to go pro at 20 years old, um, and it didn't happen. And then here we are, 2020, um, 25 years old. I'm like, man, I need to, I need to, if I'm going to do this, I need to go. Uh-huh. Um, the pandemic hit. I wasn't able to fight. At all, right, that mm-hmm. year? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then 2021, um, I signed a contract with Extreme Maximus Boxing Promotions. And... Um, I'm like, man, let's go. It's pretty much like I just jumped off a cliff and yeah, and I'm just going and see what happens. So what's so the difference between when you were 20 and now is um, like what's the what's the difference? Um, so I won those two Golden Gloves, right? Uh-huh. And then I go, in, I meet my my coach now, and then I go into the gym, thinking, you know, I'm Golden Glove champion. I've sparred everywhere, Vegas, Colorado. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I'm thinking, you know, I know a lot. I know I, I know a lot. And uh, to this day, he's teaching me every single day. So I really wasn't ready uh-huh. when I was 20 years old. I yeah, was strong, yeah. I was fast, I was slick and everything, but uh, I don't know. I ain't know the stuff that I know now. Okay. Um, so you're now, matured. Now, you're now like, like yeah. you're matured into a. Uh, so you like now you're straight. Like when you're it's a when you're in a camp, like you are healthy. You do mm-hmm. everything you can. Yeah. Um. Now I know more, more, uh, more technique, more science of the boxing mm-hmm. game. Before, you know, I was really good. I was a really good boxer, you know. I was slick, um, but I, f- I felt like I fought. Mm-hmm. And there's a difference between boxing and fighting. Uh, and now I'm I'm the same, you know, slick, strong and everything, but with more sweet science in there. Okay. Like so okay. That's what I want to demonstrate. So w- which, one, which one of your fights is the one that you're, um, that is like sticks out to you, like, man, this fight? Um, amateur or? It, any, any. An amateur, I'd say my my last Golden Glove fight, um, you know, because I dislocated my shoulder. Okay. And everybody was like, "Oh man, it's over." Um, pop, so pop. so like, you had a little bit of use of your arm, or or barely, barely. Like I couldn't throw I anything just, straight, nothing uh, over top, no no nothing around, only only down under. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I fought round one, two, and three with just my left hand and was winning the rounds, throwing, you know, five-hit combinations with one hand. And then at the very end of round three, 
I was able to throw. Were you losing or were you winning? I like, was winning. did you win all the rounds? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, did you tell anybody that you were hurt? Everybody yeah. saw it. Oh, okay, okay, they, okay. They popped out, and then I walked away, and the doctor came up, and they were yanking him on for about a minute, uh-huh. and he was like, "How come didn't it stop the fight?" He was about to stop it. Oh, he was okay, like, okay, okay. And I was like, "Someone, please, please don't stop it." Yeah. And then he just nudges something, and then boom, pops in. I'm like, "Look, it's in." Oh, and okay, okay. He's like, "All right, let's go." And then I'm like, "Come on, boom, boom, all left hands." And uh-huh. and the and are you like, is that your your strong hand, the left hand? I'm right handed. Oh, okay. So your strongest punch. Would would have been my right. Oh, but uh, it was a blessing in disguise. Now I'm way stronger with my left. Oh, and, okay. You know, so did you discover that you're better with the left out of that injury? That's what, that's what ended up happening. <laughs> yeah. Um. So in the third round, I was able to land the body shot with my right hand, and he went down. Um. He got up, and the bell rang, and I won the fight. So that's one. So you knocked him down. Yeah. In the <laughs> last round. <laughs> that nice man. It, it was exciting. Um. Everybody. Everybody was excited. Um. It, I mean, you won that. W- you won, and then you became the Golden Glove champ for that. For Iowa, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. How does that feel? One hundred fifty-two pounds. It felt good. It felt good. Um. The the first time that I won was was good as well. I remember I stepped out the ring. I took photos with my my family and friends, and then I go to the restroom and I'm taking my shoes off, and I see like a brown shoe, like a business shoe right in front of me, right? So then I look up, and and it's this gentleman, and he asked me if I know who he is. No, he's like, he tells me his name, um, Bill Knapp. Have you heard of him? Uh-uh, no. Um, William C. Knapp is his full name. Okay. Um, You might see his name on the front of the building of the Knapp Center. Okay, okay, okay. At Drake or okay. downtown at the Methodist. I believe it's Methodist. Um, they have his name out there. Um, he told me, you know, he's been uh, searching for a talent for 20 years, and he loved the way I fought. Okay. He told me to come down to his office. So I ended up coming down to his office, and he sponsors me, and um, it helps me out for my training camp for my next Golden Glove title. Okay. Um, that That's another big moment in my life. Okay. That, that changed things for me. I'm like, man, look, this guy, he's 90 years old. He's seen boxing since forever. He boxed in the Navy, and he's telling me he likes – Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that was a big motivation for me. Um, Is he still sponsor you? No, uh, I, no? I, I, I tried to get in contact with him. Um, you know, I just wanted to, wanted to thank him yeah, for what yeah, he yeah. did. Um, but they said, uh, his secretary and everybody said that he's now suffering from dementia. They don't uh, know if he'll remember me, this and that. So I kind of just uh, just stopped reaching out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I told yeah, my yeah. coach about this like two days ago. And he's like, man, you should reach out to his family and... Even if you can't get in contact with him, at least. Yeah, or a letter, you know? Maybe, like, mm-hmm. old school, just kind of write a thank you letter. Um, I didn't know, know what to do. I had a bunch of ideas, like, maybe put his name on my shorts or... Yeah, because, uh, I mean, if he's suffering from dementia, you know, that's pretty... And he's 90-something, mm-hmm. you said. Uh, but it's still, some like, it's impacted you, right? So I think they, they should know that y- they he impacted you in this way, you yeah. know? And, um, that's pretty amazing, man. That's pretty... Uh, that that was a, a big moment for me, and so that was big motivation. But something tragic happened uh, after that fight. Um, what was that January, March, April? That was in April, twenty eighteen, and then my wife's birthday was in June, uh-huh. and uh, so we're downtown celebrating, and some random guy started shooting at me. Oh, 
<laughs> what? No. Never in my life. I've never seen him a day in my life. That's crazy. Coming up to me acting all crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, he just pulled out. Uh, he's acting all crazy, right? And then um, out of nowhere, my friend starts fighting with him, uh-huh. like to back me up or something. And then uh, the guy behind him starts shooting at us, right in front of the police station in downtown. Jeez. Um, yeah. Is this it, before you went pro? Yeah. Okay. And I don't know who the guy is. I've never seen him before um, or what his problem was. And my wife ended up getting shot. Yeah, she got shot in her arm. So, <laughs> so I'm sitting there standing. You have crazy at, stories. <laughs> I'm sitting there standing as he's shooting, and he's not even that far. Uh huh. And I kind of just stood there. He's let off like five shots, and nothing happened. And I just see my wife next to me. I just grab her, and we just walk off. But did she know at that moment, or she didn't know that she got hit? Yeah. So we're walking off, and, uh-huh. and then, like, yeah, a few seconds later, she tells me she got hit. And it's, I see a hole in her arm. You know, I try to calm her down, tell yeah. her, you know, it's a flesh wound, you know, just calm down. Um, she starts panicking, uh, wanting to faint and stuff. And uh, Yeah. Um, the cops come, and they're telling me to put her down. Um, and I wasn't putting her down. I was just trying to keep her away. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he tells me to put her down, put her down, put her down. So finally I put her down, and then uh, the cop just turns around, starts talking on his walkie-talkie, and, and she's just laying on the sidewalk. Um, and nobody's paying attention to her, right? Uh-huh. So then I go to pick her back up again, and boom, a cop snatches me up on my neck. And they jump me. They they freaking start beating on me. Yeah, they come yeah. on the ground. And I remember he put his knee on my head, and... My face was on the concrete, so when I got up, my face was swollen. No yeah. They take me to jail. Um, the shooters got away. I don't they know didn't, who they, they are. didn't, like, charge you with the shooting, did they? No, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> they charged me for interference. Oh, okay. So, Damn, that's wild. Yeah, so my wife gets shot. Uh, I go to jail. <laughs> okay. And the shooters get away, and nobody knows who they are. Um, Was that, like, a pivotal moment, like, when you were, like, I got to... Uh, or you already pro at this time, or this uh, is before this you? Is after pro. I won my first Golden Gloves, like oh, a couple months. Okay, month okay, so. okay, okay. Um, so yeah, then that happened, and you know, it just puts things in perspective how fast. Mm-hmm. So that that was another form of motivation for me to keep accomplishing what yeah. I'm trying to accomplish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what's your ritual like in the mornings? Like, because uh, I mean, you gotta get up at mm-hmm. four in the morning, mm-hmm. or like. Three thirty um, to be at four to be ready at four. No, I wake up at four and then I'm at the gym by four thirty. Okay, which gym are you training at right now? Anytime Fitness. Anytime. Right downtown. Okay, so like that's early, man. My so ritual, huh? What well, like what what makes you wake up like even a mental ritual, right? Like do you? Um, like, one thing that, that helps me, I forgot this guy's name, uh, David Goth, uh, Gosling or something like that. He's like a motivational speaker. Okay. Um, and he's had this. Vi- he had this. One video one time where he said that he put a camera in his room mm. and then he recorded himself in the morning and he ended up watching it later and he sees himself getting up and then uh, going back to bed. Mm. And he's like, man, you look like a straight bitch. You know? <laughs> to himself, yeah, yeah. He said that to himself. Uh, so It's okay, by the so, way. You can cuss. Oh, okay, like, cool. We say fuck so, it. Uh, <laughs> so then, <laughs> so then uh, I see myself like that, right? <laughs> From a third person view, like uh, yeah. I'm getting up and then I feel like weak if I go back to bed or like weak minded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, but my morning ritual, you know, I wake up with my eyes and first thing, you know, I thank God for another day. Yeah, 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 yeah. First thing, 
And I sit up, and then I already have my clothes set out from the night before. So it makes everything easier. Just throw it on, mm-hmm. um, do my hygiene, and get them out of there. Yeah. Um, do my training, get to the gym. I mean, yep, get to the it, gym. Even if it's, like, freezing, because it's been cold mm-hmm. as hell. Yeah. Yeah, it's been cold. Um, That's my excuse for not getting up. Like, uh, it's too cold, man. And I then know. Like, no. um, but um, I, makes I'm, you lazy. Always, I'm always thankful and super glad that I went when it's over. Like, right, 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 right. I'm like, man, I, c- I would have been sleeping right now and barely waking up. Um, but instead, I got all this work in. Yeah. You know, I'm getting a fresh shower and heading to work. Um, it's, al- it's always well worth So, uh, this is you, just you and, and at the gym. Just me, yeah. How, who, who else is there? Nobody. So, you open it, like they give you the key? Oh, yeah, they have you, they give you, um, it's a anytime. Oh, okay, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Hour gym, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, oh, so this is like not boxing, this is just like you doing, yeah, like yeah, I do my workout on the treadmill, um, oh, okay, 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 okay. You know, all, you know, just working out, right, squatting, all sorts of stuff. Um, you know, then I go to work, after work, um, I get about 45-minute break of rest time, and uh-huh. then, I'm, then I'm at strength and conditioning. After that, um, I go to boxing, and after that... And you're boxing where? At Elimination. Elimination. Boxing and Fitness on East 14th and Guthrie. Okay. Um, and then I'm back home at night, and dinner... And then in the afternoon, day. you're, like, doing the techniques and, like, the boxing, mm-hmm. boxing part. Um, that's every day, Monday through Thursday. Okay, and then and so today I just have um strength and conditioning. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the weekends you kind of lay back. On the weekends I do my long runs, like five miles. Oh, okay. So you I work out every day, except for Sundays. something. Oh, okay, Sundays. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, but every day except right. For Sundays, so. Um. So, when you're when you're done fighting you re- you that's when you realize um, or or when you when you're at the gym you're like i'm glad i woke up mm-hmm. what about when you're done fighting what is that th- like does your preparation are you like 100% prepared when you when do you feel that way when yeah. you go to the fight you're like i'm ready ready okay it, it's you know it's a little nervousness um beforehand especially for my first fight um and my second fight a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, but as soon as they say, hey, you're up next, um, all that goes away. And it's like, you know, it's showtime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've been putting in work for so long. and I Are you still nervous, though, in the ring? Like, is there some, I mean, there's, I mean, obviously there's emotions, uh, but, or are you calm? I'm calm and ready and ready for, ready okay. to fight. I'm ready to fight, yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> do, you, do you do any uh, research on the other boxer? Or yeah. do you already know them? Have and you the amateurs, uh, there wasn't no research. Okay. Um, but now in the pros, you know, you can look them up and find videos and stuff like that. So. Okay. So who are you fighting next? Um, got his name. Curtis Ellis, I believe his name is. This guy right Curtis here. Curtis Ellis. Okay. Um, what's he's, what's uh, his he's, record? He's one to know from Omaha. Um, I'm two and from Des Moines. So okay. Um, someone's always got to go. You know. Okay. <laughs> so he's coming to to. Uh, Where's it gonna be? The Horizon, Horizon Event Center. Event Center yep. Is that like the old Seven Flags? What yeah. used to be yeah. called the Seven Flags? Okay. All right. Um, so, this is your second fight. Um, third fight. Third fight. Yep, yep. Okay. Third fight. Uh, and th- this guy says his first fight. How do you feel? Like this ha- his, has second fight. his second fight. How do you feel about it? Like, tell me a little bit more about the. the um, what, how do you think it's gonna turn out? End up. Um, it could go a couple different ways. Um. 
you know, I want to I want to come in and demonstrate my skills, um, show the people, especially the the diehard fans that really love boxing. I want to uh-huh. demonstrate the sweet science. Okay, you know, um, but uh, we train hard, man. It gets real gritty where I train my strength and conditioning. Uh huh. Um, so I'm ready to. What's your best? Um, well, I guess you. My best punch? Yeah, your best punch. Uh, I'd say my left uppercut to the liver. Okay. The body. Oh, the body shot. The last one you won with the body shot, yeah, right? Yeah, that, that punch. Okay. Um, that is a pretty cool way to uh, knock down uh, and put him out, too, because sometimes they don't, they didn't, he didn't get up, did he? Mm-mm. Okay. First time he did. Um, second time, no. <laughs> but the same, same spot same then? Spot, oh, yeah, same okay. Spot. Um. But I'm excited for this fight because, um, you know, he, he, he's coming in a bigger man. You know, he looks strong. Okay. Um, he obviously, you know, doesn't want to lose his unbeaten record. Yeah, uh, he's yeah. going to fight hard. Um, and that's going to push the best out of me. So I'm all about entertainment. And that's what I want to do. So the fight is next Saturday, the 19th, right? February 19th. At what point do you stop working out? Probably... Well, I got to weigh in on Friday the 18th. If I'm not on weight, I have to go work out and oh, uh, finish okay. cutting weight. What weight is it? Um, 150. 150? Okay. Uh, and do Close. you have problems with weight? No. Like with meeting weight? Mm-mm. Okay. So then you work out uh, up until Thursday? Mm-hmm. Up until Thursday and then weigh in Friday. Uh, we'll do a face-off and then um, Saturday night, come take care of business. Where's the face-off? Is that like... Uh, at, at the at the venue. At the center time? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Um, we'll weigh in and, um, yeah, we'll do a face-off and I'll be the first time I see him and, yeah. Okay. I'm, you know... This I'm is a, the this is the real deal. Oh this yeah. is everything is... Uh, uh, so is there people there? Is there uh, for the weigh-ins too? Yeah, they have people there, um, press, you know. Um, but I'm excited because I've thought about this since a kid. And um, I've is this the biggest venue that you've... Uh, or was the last one he- here too? The last one was here too. Oh, okay, My okay, first okay. night was at the casino. That was a pretty big venue. Does the size of the venue matter to you, like, uh, uh, or does it affect you in any way? I th- like, I thought it would. I thought it would. Like from our first, like fight. intimidation, maybe. Yeah, that's or, what I was uh-huh. thinking. Um, but yeah, all that, all that leaves as soon as I step in the ring. So okay. It's like you know, this is what I do. I'm home. So yeah, yeah. I like it. Okay. Well, shit, man, you have an amazing story. Yeah. Uh, a, a lot untold. It's mm. yeah, it's amazing, but you know, like that's uh, that's what you know makes a person. You know, like going through all this stuff, and mm-hmm. it helps you realize, and you find path, uh, and then it, everything becomes more crystal clear. Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you're in that space? Um, I don't know. Right now, I just feel like um, right now I feel like I'm just grinding with. You know, with my hoodie on, my head down, and I'm just in the shadows working. Uh-huh. So it's time to pop out in the spotlight. Okay. Um, so you 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 your uh, work, and then let the let your work do the talking. Let your work do the right. Although I do feel like I should probably be more, you know, out uh-huh. there. Um, yeah, we talked a little bit about that, right? Because mm-hmm. um, you have uh, you're not only an athlete, you performing, but because you're in the um. You know, There's like it's a game, right? Like this is a game, like boxing. It's a business. That you have to play. Yeah, you have to play some kind of a, a 
you have to promote yourself. You right. have to do your thing. So there's an aspect of that that you right. have to work on. Because, you know, we're prize fighters and you got to have people, you know, have eyes on you. So Yeah, 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 yeah. So the way to help, uh, the way to, like, support you is buy tickets, right? Right. Buy tickets. Um, you have the tickets, so they yeah. can just hit you up. We'll put on the, the links. Okay. Uh, and your number. if you, Yeah, you put your number, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The no, we'll, we'll put the number, too, but. Cause you do write your number for them to hit yeah. you up, right? Yeah, to buy the tickets. Okay, what's the number? Um, my number is five one five seven eight three zero two seven nine. Okay. Just text me and um, uh, I'll get them delivered. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So tickets, we're gonna be there. We're gonna take the office. Uh, they have VIP tables, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and regular tickets, and then they can also watch it. You said. Oh yeah, uh, they got a pay per view. They got a pay per view. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, we'll put the links up. So you guys, so people can uh, hit you up, support you, and uh, but also like sponsorship, right? Mm-hmm. So if there's anybody out there that uh, wants to sponsor Diego, um, you know, we'll put the, all the contact information there too. So and uh, uh, there's more to come. I mean, this is three. This is gonna be three and zero, and then we got four, five, six, seven, eight. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what do you see? Like, tell me a little bit about. What where do you see yourself like your vision? Do you have something in your head? Um, what I see is uh um building my record and um and then hopefully, you know, somebody that wants to see me on TV, you know, reaches out and we'll take it from there. Okay. Yeah, so you just gotta grind, keep grinding. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I've always said, man, from from those times like twenty twelve and twenty eleven, uh, I've always felt like that is my my thing to do to represent for the city of Des Moines. Uh-huh. Like, especially like I'll be running, you know, make it to the Capitol, running up the Capitol. And then I'll look back at the city and I just yeah, feel like, yeah. man, this is, this is for me. This is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody has to do it. And, yeah. And it's going to be me. So. And you know, Des Moines never, I, I don't think they have like a, uh, mm. any history of putting out any boxers. I know they do some M- MMA. They do have MMA. Uh, Jeremy Stevens. Right. Jeremy yeah, Stevens. Yeah. Um, but uh, and now there's a Saldana kid. Oh yeah, Luis Saldana. Yeah, yeah, Luis Saldana. So, but not in boxing, right? So yeah, in I boxing, mean, so I, it's always got to be the first one, man. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's coming, it's coming to fruition. So yeah, you got to keep working, stay focused, and uh, that's all it is. Yeah, I mean, I always hear, um, you know, you hear it all the time, but it's like it don't uh, chase your dream. Yeah, just live your dream. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like live that version of that dream that you have and uh, just kind of live it out and see how it develops. And you know I mean? that's what's been happening. Um, personally, I feel like, uh, you know, a lot of the runs that I do, a lot of the training sessions, you know, the early mornings, um, a lot of that time I'm by myself and nobody sees it, um, but I feel like it's like God is watching. And so I feel... Like he sees my uh my work just stacking up, uh-huh. and then eventually you know he'll accommodate for that. So you're still young. I mean, you're twenty five, twenty six, twenty six. Okay, so you're twenty six. Um, but you've had pretty impactful, you know, uh, events in your life. So you can give some advice, you know, because yeah. to to young kids, like, what's what's a good advice for like a kid that's you know struggling. Um, don't be a follower. 
That was uh, so. That was with my problem, and uh, I remember I was locked up. And my uncle called me, and he was like, uh-huh. uh, he told me that. Um, he's like, you know, you're always gonna be, you know, under the, following the guy that you're following or whatever, and raising him or whatever. Like, he's like, man, you gotta do for yourself, right? Um, and once I started uh, being my own person and things like that, uh, everything was just much smoother. Um, don't be a follower. Don't be a follower, man. You gotta. Set the example and be a leader, and people will want to follow you. Yeah. Um. When I was, I remember when I was in those uh, facilities and pla- in places like that. Um. The staff that were there, they were like, uh, "Whenever you're doing good, everybody wants to do good. Whenever you're acting up and being bad, everybody wants to act up and be bad." Uh-huh. So you have this gift of people following you. Um. And boxing's a lonely sport. Uh-huh. Um. But I'm setting the example, you know, for the younger generation. Um, hard work, consistency. Obviously, life throws you all these curveballs. I had my first child, and then I had my second one two years later, and my third one two years later, uh-huh. <laughs> and then my fourth one four years later. So uh-huh. by 19, I had three kids. Um, But I stayed in the gym, stayed consistent, yeah. and uh, the work piles up. And it, it eventually pays off. Exactly. Bro. I'm really happy that we had this conversation. I didn't know it was going to turn out to be this good, bro. <laughs> like, that's why I keep doing this. Because, um, like, and that's why there's never script. There's never uh, questions. Mm-hmm. Because it's just like, you never know. Yeah. And this is like a, one of the best podcasts I've ever had, bro. Oh, so, man, so and and I've spoken with, like, amazing people, you know. So, um Thank you, man. Thank you for making time. Um, We'll be there Saturday to watch you. Saturday, February 19th at the Horizon Event Center. Uh The 07 Flags. Just hit up Diego and we'll put the links up and then buy tickets and then we'll see you there, man. Yeah, we're going to keep working and um, eventually, you know, the the city's going to recognize and they're going to get behind me and and I'm going to take us. Awesome, man. Awesome. Well, thank you very much and uh, we'll see everybody later. Thank you, Amber. Yeah. Well, there you have it, folks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, you you go. Fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, everybody, there you go. That was Diego Suñiga, local boxer here in Des Moines. I think everybody should at least follow his story, follow him on social media, and keep an eye on him. You never know. He could, he could get far. Yeah, and then also for all the fucking hipsters, that always say support local. Well, let's see. Let's see, yes. how, you let's see how you do this time. Yes, 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 you yes. You fuckers. Yeah, you better be there. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a, a event, Horizon Event Center full of hipsters. Yeah, full of hipsters. Supporting local. Supporting local. So anyways, we'll make this one short. But go support. Um, go support Diego Suñiga and James Tree also. Uh, or Tree James, I'm sorry. He'll fight too. And um, there's a few. This guy's also local. I, he cut my hair once. So I want to talk to him. Um, so anyways, we'll just keep talking to people, making Kenji work more. Just keep you busy. Thank you. Keep you a busy bee. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> asshole. All right, everybody. Thank you. And we'll see you. <laughs>